Assalamu alaikum guys. Welcome to the very first episode of the Never Fully Understood podcast. I am your host Fatima Garba. Honestly, I love the fact that this is our very first episode. Diwa Jamilatu and I we had such an amazing conversation and I cannot wait for you to listen to it. We spoke about our challenges making dua, tahajjud and how our friends and society shape our growth. It was such an amazing conversation and it only makes sense for this to be the very first episode because you know we're in Ramadan now and we're making so many changes and I love 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 how relatable she was and how much she spoke about so many things and just listening to her you know it just made my heart so full and i hope you are able to experience everything that i experience once you listen to this please make sure you follow us on instagram leave us a review on apple podcast and please rate us thank you so so much and do not forget to share this podcast with your friends assalamu alaikum yeah, Today, I have one of my beautiful sisters with me. Um, Jamila is someone I hold dear to my heart, and she's practically a sister that I run to whenever I want to speak about my dean. Um, when I came up with this episode, honestly, um, she's the first person that came to my mind. Like, I just knew that this was a perfect fit for her. I'm not stress how glad I am, Jamila, to have you here today to hear your sweet words and also to share you with my listeners. Can you please introduce yourself? Shit, this is like an honor to talk to you, to talk with you, actually. So yeah. I'm called Dewa Jamila too. And um, well, my friends call me Mila. Other people call me Jam Jam. So I'm here. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to have you. So do you want to tell us what you do? Yeah, I am actually a business development manager for an oil and gas company for now. Okay, so nice. So um, today we are going to be speaking on um, navigating your deen as Muslim women, you know, just overall having faith in Allah. And I'm super excited to speak about this with you. Can you just please give us a breakdown, you know, of today's? topic well i think today's topic will be based on our journey towards you know deepening like deepening our our iman seeking knowledge to focus more on on our deen and how to get closer to allah as a muslim woman yeah absolutely so can you give us a rundown of your journey so far i would really really love to know um how it's like for you you know just tell us like your journey so far i also want to know if it's been stressful and please once you once uh, when you start speaking about this can you please tell us about your umrah trip that you went for recently like how was it i want to live through you just please give us a breakdown of the whole thing okay okay well alhamdulillah everything it has been a very very great journey alhamdulillah i'm so grateful for everything oh with all the changes the stress yeah. but at the end of the day you know it's it's a beautiful journey actually okay. so definitely i'm enjoying my journey even though it it wasn't easy and it's still not easy but it's an amazing journey and full of lessons well okay. Stress is always part of everything that happens in life. Like, mashallah, it's not really stressful, especially when you understand that Allah wills everything. You just yeah. find a way to sort out anything, especially when you have, like, tawakkul and you're on point with your taqwa. You know, you don't really need to bother yourself. Talking about my Umrah trip, 
alhamdulillah kulli hal my umrah trip was the best decision i ever took because it helped me in the healing because i went through a lot like okay. that was it gave me absolute peace and that has been making my journey more more beautiful i healed from everything and i'm in fact there are so many things if i want to talk about yeah. we won't stop here i love how you said it just like it just made you find peace and then how healing it was i feel like so many people go for umrah and when they come back they always have so many nice things to say i really cannot wait to experience it i like <laughs> i want every we every muslim wallahi yeah. i want every muslim to experience this again and again because uh the first time i did it i did it in december 2022 and okay. when i went there like they say whatever dua you make it's accepted and yeah. it depends on your intention you have to be intentional about everything about your prayer about your dua like i remember my first dua was like allah bring me back and trust me after oh some few God. days i had the opportunity to go yeah, back so i was like it's going to bring to you that particular thing that you want beautiful thing like i can't wait for you to go and experience it and you know feel what i felt because no no matter what someone tells you no matter how i explain this journey to you never yeah. understand the feeling until you go there i think um one thing you have to do if you really want this type of thing is to be very intentional with your duas like don't be robotic in a way that allah i want to go for umrah please take me no be intentional mean it feel it like make sure you really you really show allah that you really want it. it's just like you wanted maybe like me from your dad you go and you know tell him that you yeah i don't know how how to put it like you beg him in a very yeah. nice way you know that kind yeah. of thing it's the, the lord yeah it's the same thing yeah. and yeah. if you're meant to go, you would go without even knowing like a way would just pop up and you just you know absolutely absolutely because so many so many people like so many people believe this and i also believe this like when it comes to umrah it's just when god calls you because it just happens yeah i remember there was this experience i had with one of my friends and yeah. um she just called me up one day like she's not really feeling herself she does not have the means but she really want to go i was like do you know just keep on praying fix your deen make sure you're trying to be on the path of allah it's true is it's not easy wallahi it's not easy it yeah. needs you really need to be intentional because sometimes you want to pray there's this laziness but make sure you do it because you want something from allah he can't give you when you don't like you're not following his rules you're not following the 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 deen it's very complicated so one day like she just called me and she was like guess what i'm going for umrah i'm going oh for hajj like not even hajj. umrah but you're going for <laughs> hajj mashallah i was like that's beautiful just to tell you that it's not about your means it's not about what you have if you're being called you just go without you know if it's the umrah trip we're going to talk the whole night yes. <laughs> honestly okay let's move on yeah i mean allah colors at the end of the day like that's just the ultimate prayer okay you know for me i am so thankful for the hardships in my life they have shaped me and they've made me who i am today 
especially when it comes to working on myself and my dean. And like, can you say the same for yourself? Like, did anything significant happen to you um, that you started to take this journey? Because it's always something, you know, anyone that you see that is more focused on that didn't trust me, they went through certain things in life. That's why I'm like pro-hardship. It's so difficult and everything, but it always brings you closer to God. It's like whether you like it or not. Exactly, because yeah, Allah tests yeah. those he loves. So if you are part of that, if you're you're going through that journey and it's been, it's very difficult, just know that you're on the right path. Because what prompted me to make the decision, like it's my past experience concerning people. I had I trusted so many people, I got disappointed. Okay. And I came to understand that I felt like there's a moment in my life I felt all alone. It's not like you don't have friends. You have friends, yeah. you have parents, you have you have so many people around you, but you feel lonely within you. Like you keep on asking yourself, but I have all of this. Why am I lonely? Is there something wrong with me? Like I felt like, was I even the problem? Like things were just not working out for me. Anything I want to do, it was not working. I was just confused. I got so confused. Anyone I talked to, you know, when you're going through something and you face someone, you feel like they'll they never understand you. Never. So what I I felt, I saw a, a post on Instagram talking about the hadjit. That's when everything started. When when I decided to like, okay, I'll cut off everything. I'll stop doing anything. I need to just pause in my life. I need yeah. a mental break. I need to get out of everything and just isolate myself and sort myself out because you can pour out from an empty cup right because yeah. i'm this type of person that i'm very kind i want to help anyone i don't care how i feel as far as you're in front of me you need help and i can help you i don't hesitate but not knowing that i'm draining but just damaging like things were not just moving so one day i just woke up somewhat like i saw a post on instagram as always talking about tahajjud i was like let me just try this thing one day i woke up one day before fajr prayer and i was just praying i was not feeling anything i was not feeling any closeness to allah like i was praying yeah my normal five prayers but i was not focused when i started praying tahajjud that night i felt peaceful i was like this is what i want to feel for the rest of my life I That's... just want to be at peace because peace is everything. Even if things are not going well for you, when you have that peace and contentment, you're okay. You get through it. Tahajjud was the game changer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, you know, you always also send me stuff on Tahajjud and I'm like 100% pro Tahajjud. Like, it really is the game changer. Um, Even if you don't, like, get your dua answered on time, for me, it's just waking up and speaking to Allah when no one is there crying to him it's everything for me honestly well it's beautiful like it's okay to cry it's okay to feel low and everything and apart from tahajjud like one thing making me i love my journey is the fact that i surrounded myself with amazing people 
there's one particular person I always tell her, you know, you definitely go for Jannah because of you go to Jannah because of me. <laughs> because oh she God. really made my my journey so beautiful. She'll tell me, you know, don't worry, everything will be okay. Keep on praying. Even if you don't feel anything, just keep on praying. Things will be sorting out step by step, baby steps. It's okay. I was like, okay. Whenever I feel down, she'll send, she'll always send me posts, just like what I do with you. Like I send you some yeah, reminders. Yeah, like she always sent me reminders. She got she like she gave me a book, a lesson, yeah. something about women, about women, le- important lessons about women in Islam. I started reading that. Like this is an amazing. This is someone I I don't know. I don't know how I can describe this person. It's just like Allah blessed me with her. You know, Allah Honestly, blessed so, like, you yeah, with surrounding people. yourself with amazing people is the ultimate. It's, it's just beautiful. One thing she told me, you know, pray for everything. Pray for the tiniest thing. Pray for good friends. Pray for everything that you can imagine. As far as, as, far as it is good for you, Allah will bless you with it. And if it's not good for you, he's going to give, so, give you something better. And the way she's speaking, that's how life has been unfolding. <laughs> I mean, this, it's so obvious that like God sent her to you because as in how is some, some people just come into your lives and they just make it so much easy. Whether you, and it doesn't matter where you meet them. Like, because for you, I met you on Instagram and it's been, it's been amazing. It's not like we talk every day, but when we, when we talk, when we have these little conversations, it's always very beautiful. Like, like something very meaningful, like. You really need to have like surround yourself with good people. That's the best thing ever because it makes you, if you're surrounded with people that are not really good for you, it makes you feel lonely within you. Okay, so I want to also um, ask, you know, you said you stayed in Abuja for three years earlier on when we were speaking. Um, how much did that affect your growth? You know, like Abuja is mostly filled up with like Ariwa community, and the fact that you're from Cameroon, I feel like you have like so much connection to um northern Nigeria. Like, has has it affected your journey? You know, like, do you have this um pressure to like feel this pressure that comes with when you're working on your dean? Everyone expects you to be perfect. Like, you have to be perfect. So I feel. That's a pressure. That's a um pressure that comes with it. So sometimes you know people want to work on themselves, but when they just remember that, oh my God, it's like I have to be so perfect. It just you know puts them down because a lot of people intervene. Yeah. No, the thing is that like um that type of person that is like my I'm very calm. Like okay. you don't, you might just yeah, you might just hear someone yeah. I know this girl, I know this girl, but within me, I'm very calm. Like Nigeria helped me positively. History was challenging, but it was a positive challenge. What I what I mean by positive challenge is like I met amazing people as well in Nigeria. I met hardworking women. I met hardworking men. Like I also worked in Nigeria for a while. It really built me up, like built my confidence. I was a very shy person. But at the end of the day, like I can stand for myself now. It's who I've become today. Nigeria is part of it. Like my Nigerian friends, my Nigerian colleagues, they are part of it because 
it helped me in a way that I will never forget. And one thing that one another thing is I don't I don't how do you say like I don't succumb to pressure. You understand? Like I don't like pressure myself about anything because I take everything slowly because the moment I pressure myself, I'll be stressed out. You know, a lot of things can happen. So I had to handle myself very, very carefully. So I didn't really feel that pressure. No, there was no pressure. <laughs> so that's it. Pressure, pressure is crazy. But sometimes I say, oh my God, I'm not going to succumb to pressure. But I find myself in some circumstances and I'm, I'm like, oh my God, peer pressured into doing things. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you see maybe your age mates are already, for example, they have things going on in their life and you're still there trying to become someone. Sometimes I'll just say, you know what, Jamila, calm down. <laughs> Chill, girl. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Everybody, what I've also understood, like, you have your time. Everything has its time. Let's say, for example, you keep on praying, yeah, Allah, yeah, Allah, uh, give me, I want a car. Like, I want maybe a Mercedes-Benz, for example, like the latest one. But at the end of the day, he'll give you maybe a Yaris, a small, <laughs> a small car to manage. He's yeah. trying to build you, you know, right? He's trying to build you. Okay, you have to learn how to drive. You make sure you're okay. He wants to give you when he wants to give you what you want, like the Mercedes Benz, like when you're financially okay. So that's why I don't pressure myself. I know, like, inshallah, if this thing is meant for me, there's nothing that will stop it from happening. Nothing, nobody stop it from happening so that's why i don't really pressure myself the only the yeah. only thing that another thing that helps me is like where i come from like where i come from you know it's not it's not like nigeria you know you see a young girl of in her 20s having everything together alhamdulillah that's a very <laughs> positive so thing <laughs> yeah so, you're, so you're like you're like you want to you want to you like i don't i don't I don't envy anyone. If you're you're my younger one and you're having everything together, Alhamdulillah, I'm happy for you. My own turn will come, and when my own, I feel like when my own will come, it's going to be bigger. So that's how I see things. <laughs> to yeah, console myself, how, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes like you just say these things to yourself. To and another thing is like what my sister told me is that we all we are all on our journeys. Like, God will not say, oh, because someone has this, then you would have this. Because you're all on separate journeys. Like, oh, so it's it's it just happens that you guys are together. But regardless, whether you were together or not, this thing that is going on for this person would still go on for them. And it's not your turn. And it wouldn't go on for you, whether you guys are together or you're apart. Exactly. No, I don't really, like, I've learned not to pressure myself on anything. Because if you pressure yourself, you know, it can get you to depression. You start having anxieties. You have so many, you even get sick. So when you have those things, you wouldn't even be in good shape to take care of it or to even enjoy it anymore. So why would you put yourself in that situation? Why? Because someone has this. No, you don't have to put, you don't need to pressure yourself. Like your sister said, everyone is on their journey. Same as with Allah, like everything anyone have like everyone has their own destiny That's maybe some people like mufti ming used to say some people will never have a car on this earth <laughs> <laughs> like you never have a car oh, you never have yeah. a house it's okay you get like okay it's okay like i don't know why anyway 
it's just uh, oh, the yeah. mindset it's okay it's okay it's okay no of course but you know yeah. you just you don't just need to pressure yourself on anything because if not you never enjoy your journey you know that right okay. because every That's time so you hit, you want to get things sorted out you know yeah and you know what's bad because of this um particular thing so i was listening to something the other day and this man speaks about how you should find happiness in deeper things and mind you this is not even a muslim and he speaks about how you should find happiness in deeper things because um relationships they come and they go people come and they go so you find and i'm like this is just what like islam is like this is what allah says you find the only way you can find happiness is if you find it in the Quran and if you find it in God. It's it's like that's the deepest form of happiness. Exactly, you need to be you need to be happy by yourself. They, by the way, there's no happiness on earth. In this life, yes, there's no yes. happiness. Yeah, I'm sure everything just, comes with hardship. Yeah, everything comes with hardship. As far as you have this inner peace and contentment. Mm wallahi you go through anything in this life anything yeah and that's what the quran the best thing, yeah like the best thing to do as a muslim make sure you pray and when you're praying be intentional when you're making your du'as don't be robotic when you're reading the quran mm. read and feel it it's not like okay for example i've been speaking earlier with a family member uh we're like uh what surah are you i'm like my goal is not to finish the quran my goal is to understand the tafsir What's the essence of like rushing reading the Quran when you don't understand anything? Because the Quran, you need to read it, believe it, feel it, like like understand it. Make sure you, when someone is asking you a question or an about an ayah in the Quran, you can say something about it. So imagine you're just reading the Quran and one day you sit in the gathering and they ask something you can't even answer. That's so it, it's just about you getting closer to Allah. The journey, getting closer to Allah, it's not, it's not an easy journey. But if you have that peace, you accept that, okay, everything that happens in your life is Allah has willed it. That's where your mindset will change. You, you, you see life will just become a normal thing for you. You won't even be impressed about anything. If you get wealth, alhamdulillah, you'll be okay. If you don't have it, you'll still be okay. Because people, there are some people, they have that wealth, but they are not happy. They don't have that inner peace whereas you you don't you're just living a normal life alhamdulillah you're peaceful yeah that's so lovely and that's that's so true honestly like 100 i 100% agree with you i would really love you to speak on taqwa like relying on allah in general and how we could completely trust and rely on him solely especially when we're going through hardships because it's really really difficult i feel like when you're crowded by grief especially when you're going through stuff, it's so hard to like wake up. Like, because recently something happened to me and just like when you spoke earlier before you said getting on your journey, for me, it was like I'd wake up and I'd pray my five daily prayers, but I couldn't feel the connection to God anymore. I was just numb. And it's like now that I'm out of it, I'm looking back and I'm like, oh my God, like if all the things that I can see now, I couldn't see it then. So how do you like navigate navigate your relationship with Allah when you're going through certain hardship well this question is it I feel like crying <laughs> oh my God, I'm, so crying. I'm just trying to remember 
how things were really tough and how I had to become super, super close, like to Allah, to the Quran. Like Tahajjud, I'll always come back to that. <laughs> Tahajjud <laughs> is in the life, the game changer. For me, that's what helped me. Because at the end of the day, you have people, you have your parents that they always remind you, make sure you pray, your friends, make sure you pray, you know. But when you stand to pray, you don't feel anything. You just, like you said, you feel numb. So what, what, I, what I did is I started reading a lot of Quran. You see, you remember when I sent you, you read Surah Al-Yasin in the morning, Ar-Rahman, Surah Al-Waqiyah, and Mulk at night before sleeping. Those are the, are the yeah. surahs that really helped me. When I wake up for Fajr prayer, it's so difficult. <laughs> it was so difficult for Fajr. <laughs> yeah, Allah. Yeah, you know, you know what? Like, I, I'm not even like, you know, you say, oh, tahajjud, tahajjud is nice, and but even getting up to pray, like when you've lost all the mot- motivation in the world, just getting up to pray, ah, it's so difficult. <laughs> exactly. Like one thing, another thing I understood is like all these things that okay, we want to have a job. We want to get married. We want to have this. Is Allah that is giving you, right? Even waking yeah. up in the morning, Allah is permitting you. He's willing that. If you sleep at night, you don't know if you're going to wake up in the morning. It's all Allah. If you wake up in the morning, Alhamdulillah. Some people don't get to see the night, but you get to see it. So I started being grateful for the tiniest thing. You see, even food even if i have breakfast i'm so grateful like i'm happy like, if i see food like this is food i'm gonna eat i start i you even see me shaking my body because i'm grateful like i feel like some people somewhere they don't have that when i look at like where i stay alhamdulillah some people don't even have where to sleep some people don't even have like their parents alive like you have all of this so it started with gratitude when I started being grateful for the tiniest thing, you do something for me, very little, it's so big for me. Very, very big. I can even get up and pray, Ya Allah, thank you for this small thing, like this thing that someone gave me, I know it's through you. Alhamdulillah. It gives me that peace. And whenever I want to pray, I stand as if I'm standing in front of this. Is like, you know, when they say on the judgment day, we're going to face a lot of things, right? So I stand like yeah. I'm reporting myself to Allah, like whatever surrounds me, like I get ready for my prayers. Before prayer time, I always have all my alarms set. It's always set like 30 minutes before just to remind me that, you know, girl, you have to get ready for your prayers. So when I see the alarm, I just, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my wudu, get ready for prayers. I even formed a prayer place in my room. So that when I see it, it motivates me, girl, you have to pray. And when I stand to pray, I make sure I'm intentional about it. Because even the health we have today, alhamdulillah, is from Allah. People are being tested with, in a way that if they test you, you can't stand it. So the tiniest thing that we are going through, alhamdulillah, we should be grateful for that. So these are the things that, you know, my prayers, my tahajjud, reading the Quran, making sure I'm okay, really helped me through this journey that, like, I'm at this stage, I'm very happy. Like, I've never been happy with myself, like, for the past two years. Like, it's been beautiful. And this is the only thing that helped me. Nobody helped me. It's true, yeah, we have people that help you, but you need to make the decision by yourself and start doing it. 
because with Allah you always need to make an effort you can say i want this and you don't make an effort he won't give he'll give you but he won't give you the way you want it so that's how i see things and that's how my journey just you know i'm just enjoying it <laughs> oh my god like oh my god i i jamila honestly i just have to say that i love you for the sake of allah i i love how you speak and i love how relatable you are it's just so amazing hearing you speak and what you said just like it resonates with me the fact that i have to like be more grateful it's super super important because we we take so many things for granted take so many things for granted always says be grateful and i'll give you more (laughs) absolutely absolutely but we we forget How we forget there are certain things that you also have to understand when you're on this journey. There are certain things you have to avoid. You have to, people will even judge you. Yeah, that exact. You know, th- this is exactly what I was about to just ask you right now. I wanted to ask you, like, can you just tell us about your your setbacks, your struggles, like the positive and the negative, the roles, the friends, like you keep have played. Have you lost any friends? You know, just I just really, really want to know because obviously when you're taking the part of like just going for your deen and Allah, like some people, you because you have to just choose. You have to just choose. And if you can't, if people can't stand it, then, you know. So can you just tell us, like, can you tell us about your setbacks and your struggles? Well, the community, the culture, you know, the society, it affected me so, so much. It affected me both positively and negatively. Positively in a way that it made me work and improve myself to prove to myself that, you know, you can do this. And negatively in a way that it distanced me from so many people, not only friends, but from family, you know. You start thinking differently. You start behaving differently. They'll be like, ah, you don't even talk to people. You You don't socialize with people. It's not that I don't want to. Because there are certain peop- group of people that when you're with them, you, you're not yourself. It affects you. The conversation does not align with you. You don't feel comfortable. So whenever I don't feel comfortable, not that I'm cutting off, I'll just distance myself. I'll be like, this is not going to help me because I'm on a journey. They're on their journey. Nobody cares about you. Nobody, like, there was a time that I was like, whoa, like, I feel like I'm just alone in this world. Like, nobody will face you and say, girl, are you really okay? That thing really worked on me. Like it affected me so, so much. You see, you have friends, but nobody will come up and say, are you really okay? Is there anything I can do to help you? Like on a deeper level, you know, you always have people that want to help, but maybe it's only based on interest, based on, okay, I just want to be your friend for friend's sake. But friendship is a very big thing. Friendship is a commitment. Friendship is when I'm down, you're there for me. Friendship is when I'm good, we are together. But so many people don't understand the concept of friendship. And the fact that I changed my concept of friendship, I lost so many people. Because the conversation does not align anymore. It's very difficult for me now to call one of my friends and we discuss and you don't hear maybe something about an ayat, about the Quran, maybe about the prophet. Like We always relate to things like that. If my conversations are not like that with people, I try to... I just avoid it. I don't even avoid it intentionally. Wallahi, my body just withdraws. <laughs> like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel it's a bad habit or it's a good habit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Just, you know, when it, comes, 
you just you for me i just feel like just be selfish because at the end of the day when you sit down and you think about it when you die tomorrow i would i will not be scared a part of me will be so relieved because it's like oh i've lost you but i know you're in a better place because of the type of person you are and the type of role you played in my life so when people um say things like oh you're so religious you're this you're that and it annoys them trust me if tomorrow you're not here the first thing they will say is oh alhamdulillah she was even like this because it's like when people pass away that's when reality really sets in like you can have someone that a friend that does like like i sin and then my friends maybe they know about it and i can tell them and it's just a normal conversation but imagine i told them today that i did this particular thing and then the next day they hear that i die tell me wouldn't they panic <laughs> they would panic compared to when i actually come and like i'm speaking about the dean i'm speaking about my prophets and everything and then the next day they hear that i die even if i annoyed them the, a day before like prior to that because of i'm too religious they would be relieved they, like they would be relieved from them that oh alhamdulillah she was no oh gosh she was a good person thank god because at the end of the day, it's only when you die that reality really sets in. Yeah, that's what like I'm just sometimes when I sit, you know, you know, Shaitan is very crazy. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> There's this ayat in Surah, I think it's uh, Surah Al Ibrahim, ayat 22, if I'm not mistaken. You know, on the day of judgment, Shaitan would deny you. He would deny us. He'd be like, no, I wasn't the one. So you have to know that everything that you're doing is your fault. <laughs> It's not shit. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, especially especially in Ramadan and people are like, oh my God, I can't believe it. It's not Shaitan, it's me. Exactly. Like one day I was just reading and I came across that I read it. I was like, subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Like this is this is scary. I'm not like I'm not saying like I'm a perfect person. I'm far from being perfect. I'm just trying my own my on my own like to be a better person for myself first. Yeah. I'm not trying yes. to be a better person for anyone. I just owe co- uh, explanation, you know, it's Allah that is going to judge me. So I put it at the back of my mind that whatever I do, be it bad or good, is for myself. It's not for anyone. If I treat you good today, it's for myself. Another person will treat me better. If I treat you bad, someone will treat me worse when, when, when I see them. Just to show you that anything you're doing in this life, is, it's on you, actually. It's not on anyone. That's why sometimes yeah, when... It some, all boils down to you. Sometimes when something happens, you start blaming, ah, this one did this to me. Before, like, maybe five years ago, like, I used to be that type of person that used to complain, na 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 But now, like, if something happens, I'm just like, oh, alhamdulillah. What am I, what lesson am I going to get from this? How am I going to sort out this? Like, it's all based on your attitude towards a situation. I don't blame anyone. Sometimes, even if someone is at fault, I'll be like, I gave you the power to treat me like that or to do, to make something, to, to, to like do something terrible to me. I gave you that power. It's just like, okay, for example, like I met you, Fatima, like we started, we are friends and everything. And you break, maybe you break my phone, for example. It's because we are friends. If I didn't accept you to be my friend, my phone will never break. <laughs> so, you break your phone that, yourself. Exactly. So, it's just, it just shows you that it's based on you. 
anything you want to do, it's based on you. Nobody will get up and do it for you. You have to do it yourself. So it's just, it's just that about the journey. So if you say, okay, I want to focus on my deen, if you don't get up and read the Quran, even if I read the Quran 100 times for you, it will never be, it will help you, yes, but it will not help you as if you do it yourself. Because nobody has that time to sit and pray for you. That's how sometimes when I want to make a door for someone, I'm like, yeah, Allah bless this person. When I notice that there's so many people in my mind, I'll just say, Allah bless everyone. So it's just to show you that you have to be on this journey on your own. <laughs> you have to be on your own. Like, it's beautiful, it's difficult. Sometimes it's easy. But if Allah has guided you, it means He has guided you for a reason. You have to be grateful that He guided you. Because there are some people they are. Like, I'm not judging anyone, but some people are just lost. And you don't want to be that person that lost. Imagine, okay, I always tell myself, okay, the next second is not guaranteed. We can finish talking, you never know what can happen to me. So I always tell myself, okay, if the next second is not guaranteed, if I die now, what, what have I left behind? Have I impacted anybody's life? Have I changed myself? If tomorrow I stand in front of Allah, what am I going to say? That's when for uh, Ixtifara comes in. Like so, whatever you're doing, make sure Ixtifara is the same, is the first thing. Is it Ixtifara? Sorry, like seeking for forgiveness from Allah. It does not mean when it's only when you have done a very big sin that you seek forgiveness. You have to seek forgiveness every second, every second. Because if you don't do that, you never know what can happen to you tomorrow. We are never ready for death, never. But that should be a very big motivation. That's even one of my biggest motivations. Sometimes I ask myself, am I good to my parents? Am I rude to my parents? Am I good to my friends? Am I good to my family? All of that has to play in your mind because you never know what tomorrow will ha- what tomorrow holds for you. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's so beautiful. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed this conversation. Like... Everything, everything, everything you said was so meaningful. Thank you so, so much for being a part of this episode. Like, it only makes sense to have this episode as our first episode because, you know, it's Ramadan. And I feel like so many people just need all the help they can get now, you know. Uh, and Ramadan is, is another beautiful month. Like, I'm always looking forward to that. <laughs> always. Yes, Ramadan is so beautiful. <laughs> Because they say a fasting person's uh, uh, du'as are always accepted, so we all have to maximize it, you know. Yeah, that's intentional with our du'a, right? Uh, oh my God, if you're intentional, <laughs> you see everything just getting along. Because I remember when like, I was going through so much, there was a time I was going through so much, but no one knew about it. Because I noticed that Allah is the only person. Like I always revert back to the stories of the prophets because I always watched the uh, watched uh, some some series. I watch um like I listen to a lot of podcasts about the prophets. I watch other people's videos. Like it's we are learning we are learning a lot. Knowledge is never enough. I feel like sometimes I don't even know even a bit. I'm just like I know just tiny something tiny because it's a, Islam is very vast. Sometimes when you listen to other people, it's just you just start thinking, oh my God, I don't know anything. Like, I really know nothing. <laughs> and you just know that you have to work on yourself. Well, the beautiful thing is Allah is merciful. Whenever, it's never too late. 
never, never too late to start, you know, focusing more on your din. We are all focused on our din, but there's another, you know, you need to put in more effort so that you understand the basics of Islam, how to be a better Muslim. Sometimes you might, you know, not do well, but sometimes you do well. So it's just, you just, uh, you just have to focus more, like seek more knowledge. Like, for example, I had to join some online classes. There's a three years course I'm doing for Islamic studies. So it's been amazing. You know, I'm learning a lot, reciting Qurans with other sisters. You have to just create time for it because let's say, okay, for example, you are, you're working, you're a doctor, you own this, you're a CEO on this. We are all focused on becoming better CEOs, better employees. Why don't we put the same energy when it comes to Islam? And imagine just a tiny effort makes you become a better person. So imagine the type of efforts you go and you're putting your, okay, I want to be a doctor. Every day you're going to work, you're trying to cure people, you're trying to help out. The tiny one that you just take to say, okay, I'll wake up for tahajjud. The day you start waking up for tahajjud, you just fall in love with it. You make, you you just become, in fact, I can't, I can't stop talking. <laughs> like, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. And it's, it's a beautiful journey that I want everyone to experience, you know. From the way you speak, like from the way you speak, I am so excited that I have started my own journey. And honestly, I cannot wait to reach the level you're at. And even more than that, I just want to feel this immense peace. Yeah, you can, can go low, but the fact that you still have it in mind, if you just feel like you're a little bit down, just try to read some surahs. And that's how you just activate it. It's just like you taking a pill <laughs> for sleep. Just activate yourself with Quran all the time. Okay, okay, okay. I know you're a very private person, but I don't know, like, would you like to put your Instagram handle out there for people to reach you or you just want to, you know, <laughs> leave it at this, you know, just... Yeah, why not? If we can help so many people, it's going to be, you know, a beautiful thing because I've always loved to do that, just that, you know, life is busy, People, you don't know how people are going to receive certain things. And, you know, yeah. it's not a problem. I can still put it out there. Okay. Yeah. Instagram handle to the description of the podcast, inshallah. And I, I guess that's the easiest way people can reach you. But please, please, nobody should snatch my friend away from me. <laughs> don't keep her too busy. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so lovely. So, so lovely having you. Honestly, thank you so, so much. May Allah make so many people benefit from this episode. I mean, I hope I said something that made sense. Yeah, you said a lot of things that make sense. Honestly, my heart is so full. Thank you so, so much, Jamila. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This is really uh, an honor, you know, since it's something that I've always wanted to share, but I don't know how to share it because, you know... <laughs> Girl is still yeah, a little happy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm happy that Allah guided me to, you know, sending you a message. Thank you so much. Inshallah, we'll meet one day in real life. <laughs> yes, Inshallah, Inshallah.